Yeah, so we're just hopping right into this. We we probably should have pressed record earlier. Boop, boop, boop. Oh, boop, boop, boop. We yeah. always have a good podcast before we even start. Well, that's... Yeah. No, and we just did. Anyways, we're here with CK Flash. Cheese! <laughs> and uh, we are at the famous yep. Milton's Restaurant Delicatessen and Bakery in Del Mar, California, right across from where they used to, where ABA used to run their fall nationals. Which you actually, we just talked about it, you designed the track and won uh, the race. That's it. You and the Warlock. It. Me and the Warlock, that's right. I was between Kyle Bennett and Warwick Stevenson that day. Did you think he was going to win? Uh, I didn't think I was going to win, but I definitely wanted to make up for blowing it at the Worlds and blowing it at the NBL Grands that year. So that was an 04 Worlds. That was 04. Okay, yeah. you did blow it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You had the inside, right? Yeah, I blew it yeah. twice. <laughs> <laughs> so. But Del Mar, that was soft, wasn't it? Late at night? It was a bit soft, and it was in, in the in the evening, oh, wow. yeah, under the lights. Oh, dinner. Extra bacon, right? Extra bacon. Who got extra bacon? No one got extra bacon. And I'll be right Thank back you. with your fries. This plate's a little hot. Leave Thank it you. Cool. You're welcome. Other Thank than you. the fries and water, anything else? That's nope. it. We're good. Great. We're Enjoy. good. Thank Enjoy. you. So we got cutlery. Yep. Wow, this, this salad looks good, Dale. Yeah. Healthy, healthy food. Healthy. I got french fries. You're on um, egg, egg and ham and, and fruit. I just got to... Yeah, I'm, on a, I'm still on a diet. Dale Holmes playing the protein. Yeah. Anyways... Uh, so we just decided to hop right in. Looks like you have a good list of um, topics to talk about. And, of course, we have CK Flash here. Yep. He was in Jamaica for nine weeks. Jeez. Hopped over to Miami, went back to London, took care of some business, and then came back to L.A., and now he's in San Diego. So he's been all over the world. Yep. And still moving. All right. Before we do CK, then, let's do a bit of scoop. Jason, first of all, <laughs> a bit of self-promo. Just uh, launched the um, second... Uh, Run of Divide. Divide. It looks good, man. I was, I was, and I liked how you dropped it. You like sneak peeking all the all the stuff, and then boom, it drops. So I'm, I'm, I'll be, uh, I'll be proud to wear some of some of that stuff um, in the near future. Yeah, definitely. We'll get some little incentives out there for you. Love the incentives. <laughs> so big shout out to uh, my friend uh, Mark Ward over in London again, just coming up with uh, all the designs and uh, just kind of walking me through it all so big shout out to him and my friend Michelle and uh, Bob Haro got um, who helped me uh, source the uh, clothing this side so yeah cool excited check it out dividebrand.com and uh, go get yourself a hoodie there you cool. go alright there's a self promo done good one that was um, a good self promo alright let's talk a little scoop uh, we just read on um, Facebook a couple of days ago, even though we were kind of new about it a year, the the Australian dude, Justa. No, Australia again? I know. What a shocker, eh? <laughs> Oops. So he failed uh, a drug test, which actually was, uh, was unusual. It was two years ago. I thought it was a year, and it was a year I ago. I didn't realize it was two years ago, but what's... But a four-year ban, that must mean he really popped the dirty. A dirty, mm. dirty pop. Mm. And I guess he retired even, you know. Well, yeah, he's done. Yeah, so he retired way before, so. So, kids, there you go. Stay off the drugs. You shortcut yourself when you cheat. Uh-huh. And I, I, I'm probably going to get in a fight for this, but he was doing all that and it still wasn't a factor? He never, I don't think he made any big names, did he? Uh, I think he was Australian champion, maybe, maybe even that year. No, was he? I don't know. I, 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 maybe. But uh, he definitely didn't, uh, yeah, on the World Series, I don't think he made any World Cup mains oh. or anything. So if you're doing sauce, you at least got to win, you know? It's good getting the main, right? Damn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, maybe Jeez. even in the main. Okay. 
All right, next up. Uh, did we want to touch on the Luna thing? I didn't what, would, know what would Willoughby say? Stick a fork in it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Did we want to touch on the Luna thing? Yeah, I want to touch on the Luna thing. All right, I'll let um, you say. So, anyways, yeah, so, so there's a lot of people, hate, I don't know if they're hating on him or what, but anyways, Chris Luna, um, one of the ABA officials, found himself in a precarious predicament. Um, I think it was in Arizona. No, no, it was in um, the race last weekend, which was um, Oregon. Oh, Oregon. Oregon. Okay. Oregon. At Oregon. Anyways, got in a bit of trouble. A um, little bit of legal, a little bit of legal trouble. Um, I'm not going to say or anything, but but what I thought that was whack was like that the people were posting it and kind of calling them out for it and saying, oh, what a bad influence to kids, blah, blah, blah. But the thing that's ironic about it is uh, nobody would have found out if people didn't post it and say it. And, you know, as far as I know, Chris Luna does a good job at what he does, and he might have made a bad decision, but... Um, yeah, I made, a, I made an effort not to get involved in any of those topics, threads. I didn't like anything. Yeah. I didn't comment. You know, at the end of the... You know, my philosophy is you're cool with me, and I'm cool with you, and Chris Luna's always been... Uh, has always been nice to me. Has always treated me nice and, and, and fair. And um, no one's perfect, man. I think everyone's uh, everyone's got something in the closet, you know. Right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think it was kind of crappy that some people really went in hard. But a lot of people did did stick up for him as well. I yeah. think you know. So um, all I can say is, you know, from me at least, you know, uh, hopefully it works out and he gets back on track. Obviously, yeah. USA BMX has, has, has let him go. Uh, he does have a family, I think. I know he has a daughter, I think, that races. Oh, yeah, that's um, unfortunate. So, I didn't realize he lost his, his gig. And so, uh, yeah, all the best to Chris, and hopefully he gets back on yeah, back yeah. on his feet and, and puts this behind him, you know? Yeah. So, um, anything else on the scoop, Jason? I saw Maris, as, uh, did you see his Instagram yesterday? Is like sponsored by a bike condom or something. <laughs> Did you, did you guys see that? That's the first thing I thought. I said, it's a bike condom. I thought he had a new bike sponsor and it was a bike sock. Right. Which yeah. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. Sock. It's a bike sock. Condom. For for Americans who don't know what condom is, it's condom. Okay. Yeah, but um, good for Maris. Yeah. I didn't know if that meant he was going to start riding again because yeah, he hasn't rode for a while. So well, he's got um, a, he's on tour, man. He's going to he's doing his uh, tour. Oh, you're in right. England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He actually. went to Colombia. Mm-hmm. So between golf with his uh, father-in-law, he's <laughs> he's, uh, he's 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 still true. he's still in the thing. He's still doing the thing. Yeah, Maris, I think you're slowly turning into a coach. I know you said you weren't going to be one. All right, what else we seen? Anything else? Mm. What else we seen? I don't know. Let's talk CK Flash. Wow. How about CK Flash top? Yeah. CK, so tell us a little bit about your uh, world tour. World tour. I know you've been busy. We've been watching you on Instagram. Well, Always great to see your motivational videos and yeah. all the cool stuff you're doing. So let's uh, yeah, share just, with some of the podcasters. Well, just been um, you know doing my thing in London, as you know, just looking after the young people, making sure they're getting the right message to do the right things, like I always say. Um, we're looking to build a new skate park, which is right next door to our track, where it is at the moment. Council's just uh, granted us two million pounds to build this state-of-the-art wow. oh, wow. skate park, and they're also going to be building a parkour state-of-the-art and climbing wall and climbing rocks and all sorts. So they've kind of put me up front to kind of lead that and building that. Um, I brought in a guy that you might know who rode in the X Games called James Brooks. Yeah, yeah he stayed in my ass. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know James. I've got. I've actually got some pictures of him. 
from a Halloween party when uh, <laughs> he came and stayed when I lived with Neil Wood, so it had been early 2000s. And I follow him on Instagram. He's still yeah. rad, isn't he? I see him down so he's, there. Yeah. He's our jump coach. So every Thursday, right. he trains all our kids to jump. So because he's more freestyle, it's not my kind of thing. Right. Even though I rode skate park back in the day, I just brought an expert in to make sure we get the world-class facility so we can hold events and stuff like that. So we're looking at vans and everybody to come and do events there already. But um, I've got to keep my foot in it because the council will try and... Um, downgrade the skate park if they can but I'm always just pushing like yeah let's have the biggest and the baddest park so right. for two million pound I'm like you can't get it wrong if you've got two million pound the only way it can go wrong is if you've got the wrong people in charge as we know mm-hmm. in BMX when you've got the wrong people in charge yeah, you're not the getting money. the right promotion people are trying to keep it for themselves they're not putting it out there no TV no radio no this no that and you know I'm all about that promoting the sport so yeah that's good I was over in Jamaica um, I saw that one question I want because I know Jamaica's a small country do you ever see any of those runners because they all live yeah, there don't they I see Usain yeah, yeah. Bolt um, I see some of the new ones coming up um, Asa for Powell Asa for Powell yeah yeah, 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 yeah he's big Powell. there isn't he yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I see all of them yeah. I see all of them so um, he must be about retired I think though, right? yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's rich and gone yeah. <laughs> he's rich and gone um, but yeah I see all those guys because I train at a gym called Spartans which has been there for like 50 years and they all train there. All the athletes, all the models from Jamaica, they all train there. So, right. yeah, I've seen you say it about three times while I was there. Always say hello. Always, you know, always friendly. Um, but, yeah, Jamaica's cool. Jamaica's Jamaica, isn't it? Because you set up a track there a couple of years ago, didn't you? Right. I never set up a track. I went there because it was the only track that was given to them um, after the Olympics in London. They asked all the Caribbean islands. Mm. Um who wanted a BMX track and obviously with Usain being Usain I think that's why it went that way and they built a track right. um, by a, a guy called Chris something who used to manage um, Bob Marley he's got like a big piece of land and they put the BMX track there a little bit out of town so anyway I've no got... way the BMX track's a little bit out of town <laughs> yeah a little bit out of town <laughs> never heard that happen before so I've gone there and I've seen some land it's a football pitch but right next to it it's like it's got trails in it already. It's got loads of piles of dirt. And it's on the main road. And it's central Kingston. So I thought, let me go hook up a meeting. So because I'm a no-nonsense guy, I didn't want to talk to anybody. Because like, like sometimes over here, there's a lot of talkers, but nothing came going on. So I got through to the Minister of Sport, which is like literally the president. You know? Mm-hmm. So I had a meeting with her. She was really interested. I said, look, you know, you've got dirt there. Nobody's using it. It's next to the football pitch. It's on the main, the main road. Let's get 20 bikes, 20 helmets, put a sign up, and let's start BMX, you know? Then, on the way home, I don't know if you know the model, Tyson Beckford. Yeah, I saw, I saw that. that. You saw him at the airport. Listen. Yeah, he was in uh, videos and everything. Yeah, he's like, in MTV he, days. Yeah, he's in oh. videos, Coca-Cola. Mm. He's from Miami. He's yeah, Tony actor. Braxton video. Yeah, yeah, yeah Tony. <laughs> yeah. Don't right. break my heart or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I saw that. Yeah. I thought of, yeah. Right, so I mm. saw him three years ago when I was there. Then I saw him at a club while I was there this time. And then I saw him on my plane. So he got off the plane, walked past me um, while I went to the loo. And when I came out, he must have went to the loo further down. So as I caught up, he came out and walked right in front of me. And I said, you know what? I didn't want to bother him because even me being a DJ, sometimes you just don't want people talking to you. So I said, you know what? Let me just say something to you. See, I've seen you for three years, you know. I've never said, he goes, what's going on? I said, boy, I'm here. What are you doing in Jamaica? I said, I went to go and look after my mum and I'm looking to try to set up this uh, a BMX track. He goes, BMX? 
He goes, I've been collecting BMX. I magazines. saw that, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. He goes, I've got a Haro and I'm looking for a GT Performer. Right. I'm old school. I've got the latest. He goes, ask my girlfriend where my bike is now. Where's my Haro? Right. She goes, oh, it's in his room. You know what his room must be like? His yeah, room must yeah. Be like the size of this restaurant. Right. So he goes, nah, he goes, if you're doing it out there, put my name behind it. Use my name. He gave me his phone number, everything. And wow. when we got to Miami from Jamaica, because that's where I was connecting, um, he was, he's like he wanted me to come out the airport. Because he was so excited that I was doing BMX in Jamaica. He said he's spoken about it. Right. But to know someone like me has come over and moving it forward, he was so happy. So he said, yeah, he'll be right there. He said he'd even buy some bikes nice. to bring over. So, yeah, I was happy with that. So I'm just putting a proposal for that together. Um, proposal is already through for the skate park in London. Over here in America, I've just hooked up with some movie directors because I've done a, movie, uh, a show called Revolution. That was London. on a Sunday night, right? Yeah, every Sunday, Sunday night in England. Mm. Every Sunday, it was nine episodes, and it was to do with a. It was a contest between skateboards, BMX, and bladers. Um, um, basically, it was a shootout. They spent nine million pounds on the on on the whole setup, and they basically built built a circuit out of wood so everybody could ride it. And they had obstacle courses, and basically each discipline had to do the obstacle course, and the best one from each discipline at the end raced the whole track. And it was like a BMX track, but made out of wood. Right. And it was just, you know, twists and turns and jumps. And what we did, we staggered the start. So the skateboarder went first, then the blader, then the BMX. Who was the skateboarder? Uh, oh, there was loads of them. There was, there was, there was all. Remember, it started but off with eight. Steve was in it, right? Yeah, Steve was in yeah. it. Yep. He was so, Steve was the host. Yeah. So, Steve was the host from Jackass. I was the host. <laughs> a guy called Tim Moorwood, Maya Gemma, who's one of the top girls right now, is on BBC Radio One, and Jordan Banjo, who's from a dance group called Diversity. It's huge in England. So, I was really just happy just to be on the gig. But yeah. Um, that show went down, got a lot of followings and, you know, it highlighted a bit more about BMX. And then, um, yeah, it just led on to more things like them asking me to give them more proposals. Um, I've been talking to a few people trying to get BMX on TV over here. Um, it hasn't really come out yet because they because the revolution was so diverse, they said it might clash. But, um, yeah, we're Is still that trying. Sky? Is it yeah, Sky. Sky. Yeah. Sky. But it's a company, a production company that's based in London called Thanks & Co., and they're, uh, they've also got a production thing here. So that's why I'm here now, because they had a big setup for parkour, a thing called um, Ultimate um, Tag, which is a parkour event where you have to chase your opponent down and pull the tag off their oh, back before right. they get to the top. So um, it would be like Gladiators. Yeah, yeah, so yeah that's, that's where I watched the yeah, bit of it. Yeah, I could, yeah. Uh, that's what I kind of thought. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't put it on my Insta because I wasn't allowed because it's not released yet, obviously. But yeah, that's going to be coming out in America real soon. Um, but yeah, I came over, done a bit of DJing, done a bit of networking, and just yeah, that's how I ended up here and come to see you guys, Jay Rich and Daddy Holmes. That's right, that's right. That's it. Um, what I was going to say is just before again, we're talking, talking uh, BMX race before we hit record. Was talking about your boy, yeah, the Whites, Fly White. Yeah, yeah. So what's, White. what's your, uh, you know, me and Jason was saying we've been watching these last couple. Uh, winter races, you know, the, the, the indoor Manchester and then the, the Italian European round. Yep. And I've been watching his interviews and stuff, and what me and Jason was like, we're liking yeah. his confidence. Saint Etienne, no? Saint Etienne is when I did that as well, yeah. And then, but we, what we were saying was we like his confidence, and he has no problem saying it on. On, online where a lot of the other dudes wouldn't probably do that or they don't do that because we follow them all yeah, well, you know so I just really like that didn't you Jason? I like Kai I like how he's he keeps his composure he knows how to make a main 
yeah. which is uh, important. And what I really like is that he's he's not tripping on his first straight. No. He just he's just racing. He's just getting in the main and, and making it happen. So it, we were saying consistency is huge. Yeah, and we were saying he needs to get faster on the first straight, but maybe not as fast as we maybe no, think so. Because no. he can already get from six to third. So all he needs to do really is maybe get into third in the first turn. I think he can pretty much pass. We haven't seen him pass Kinman yet, but if he could get into third in the first turn, then it could be a pretty good race with uh, with Kim and everybody else. He seems to pass um, pretty easy. You well, know? so uh, maybe the, the 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 focus on that first straight doesn't need to be. I, I don't really have no idea how how important you know how much they think about that, but maybe not as bad as it needs to. Hey, eh, Jason. No. Yeah. He's a dark horse, definitely, because when he's around, he's very quiet, very reserved. Right. You hardly know he's there, but when he gets on that gate, he's a different beast. Well, he said in one of the interviews, he knew he had lane seven, and he knew Kimmin was an eight, but he, one of the interviews I saw, he was like, you know what, I still think I can win, even <laughs> though I know Kimmin's an eight, where most people would probably crumble, crumble you know what I mean? Yeah. So I like that confidence. No, he's, he's, a, he's a cool kid. I've been um, working with him since he was four years old. When I first started at Brixton, before Trey came along, so it's been a big journey. So it must be what 14, nearly 15 years, mentoring him, keeping an eye on him, along with the others like Quillen Isidore, Trey White, him, Blaine Davis. All she's those. gone full track now, right? Yeah, she's in track and she's doing quite well. She's doing all right. So the foundation that I've given them has made them go into British cycling, and hopefully we can see something out of it. Maybe this is the one that I've been waiting for to. Yeah, to make that Olympic final. Well, I was watching one of the little videos from Peckham, and I think they're saying, and I knew because I talked to you, but like 70, 80% of the British national team is mm. is Peckham, right? That's right. So, yeah, 70% of the British team is Peckham BMX, which is um, not something that I kind of knew. It's people that was ringing me because I just stayed back doing my thing, just keep churning them out, churning them out. And then somebody said, Seeker, you know you've got like at least over half of the Olympic team in your club so yeah we're 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 predominantly the the number one guys right now number one club in the country number we're, one saying, club. we're saying that like 15 years ago he really was keep saying it man yeah, yeah. keep saying it keep it moving so yeah nah, so like i said i'm happy i just um want kai and the guys to do their best trey you know he's doing he's been there a long time um how old's trey now trey's like 23 going 24 I talked to him a little bit he's when he was in Rock. Yeah, I talked to him when he was. Um, I, I saw him in Phoenix. I talked to him a little bit. Yeah, yeah, he's, like he's getting back on track, isn't he? Yeah, just you know, he works on his confidence a bit more. But other than that, I think Trey, Trey's a different. They all got their different ways about them. Quillen, he can turn it on whenever he wants, but it's when he turns it on. Trey, he just needs to be more confident, or he has to have something behind him that makes him switch. So, like, if he feels that he needs to win this race, he will go out and win it. Where Kai is just like, I'm killing everybody. I don't care who you are. You're all getting killed. When that gate drops, you're all getting killed. So. I love watching him. Yeah. yeah I like yeah. it when he gets a bad start. Yeah. It's more fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I've always trained them. Funny enough, with Kai being in front from when he was four years old and letting the others chase him. So, yeah, he's always been a winner. He's, he's what, nine times British champion, six times national champ. So... Yeah, it's this time. And they're to... getting good. I saw a little documentary again, again on, online today, the little thing that like Sky or this, the hype for the World Cup. There was yeah. a thing on Tracy and Daddy White was on there as well. That's right. That was a cool little cool little video. And this week I was on Sky News, which is the national news. You can't get bigger than that. And that was all about the track and Kai and Quillen was on it. So Yeah, yeah and I saw that. Yeah, I, I 
A lot, a lot of exposure, a lot of exposure. When you're talking about BMX on TV, we're, we're really killing it, you know? Well, I was talking to CK early on the phone today and was, was talking about the Olympics and stuff, and I was like, you know, obviously it's, it's, not, it's not done much here and no, it's, the hype's definitely got less and less, but if I was British or I lived in England, I would focus on trying to win that Olympics. Cause like mm. I say, these guys are getting a lot of coverage. Oh, and yeah. if, if Kai does win the Olympics or get a medal, he's, yeah. he's, he's really going to well, elevate. By, you by know? the way, you are British. I'm okay, and <laughs> but, 20 but, years younger. I Actually, know, I don't want to race him, man. I don't want him passing me. But you got uh, you got to also think about it's not only just the medal for Kai. It's like where he comes from. The that's area, what I mean. It's all lined you know, up for a story. It, and everything, yeah, it's so, a yeah. big story. It's a big film. You know, um, you know. Obviously, my my dreams now. I'm getting on a bit now. I'm not getting like old age pensioner, but you know, <laughs> just. A, <laughs> but you know, I'd love to you know join you guys out here in California and maybe be more central California where um, all the film stuff is and be able to do like a pump track or some sort of track down there and get something going down there because if I can do it in London I'm sure I could do it here with my links as well oh absolutely yeah. Um, but for Kai and those guys for them to make the final you know well, like Kai said in that, that news article with the amount of killings that's going on at the moment in, in England mm-hmm. you know um, someone like him who's also come from the same era where those killings are and to come out with making an Olympic final is a big thing for the young uh, people forget that's, making the final you yeah. can win it yeah you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah so you know when you when you predict it like that Dale I always believe in your words because I've, I've stayed at your house and it's 9am and lights out <laughs> <laughs> I, we were just talking a bit about and again, we'll, we'll, this will change in the next year and a half but I do enjoy you know predicting stuff and we all like to play that little game yeah, when, when yeah. we just sit around talking who do you think but my predictions today is oh my three that I'm cheering favorites, for my favourites I like Nick Kimmon because he's, he's cool like he messaged me once like he's doing some history thing on he was asking me about some mm. old world championship yeah, wins some yeah. of the guys and that and he's friendly and nice and I like him he's humble he reminds me a lot about Maris yeah I like Kai because he's one of CK's boys, and I just, I just watching him now. I just enjoy watching him, and I like his attitude and stuff. And uh, and I'm gonna support Connor again. I think you know he's he's the last American standing really. I think you say Corbin as well, but I think after Connor and Corbin and Nick Long's gone, it's the end of the era it's for a, for pro racing in, in the wide US. Wide open in the US. Yeah, so. I'm gonna say it's wide open, but mm. yeah, it's a long, but long just, road to just, number just to the number three. superstars and and that. I think it's so. I'm gonna cheer for Connor as well. Mm. Yeah. So they're my three. How about and you, Connor, Jason? And Connor is a superstar. And mm. I mean, honestly, like when I when I look at what he does, his approach to racing, and just even when he's. Um, speaking on stage or on camera, like he's on point mm-hmm. and he's smart and clever, yeah. and he's 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 great. So he's a he's a good champion, is I guess what I'm saying. Um, I think I think I, I like I like, like Sylvain as well. He's yeah, cool. I like yeah, Kai, yeah. I like yeah. Sylvain. Yeah, um, I actually like to see Graf come come more into his whatever it is he's coming into. I mean, he's. I think I think he'll be definitely a top three. Oh, contender definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll be a contender. And and honestly, like, say what you will, like that that fool definitely <laughs> lives, eats, and breathes. Yeah, not even BMX, but like, how do I get faster? How yeah, do I, how do I shave like a mm. tenth of a second or become more? He's put all his eggs in that basket. Oh, he He's sure very has. passionate it's about like, it. His commitment is huge, so I can't I can't knock that. Yeah, no, fair play. And I, I, he's, he's a good rider to watch. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's good style, and um, um, I like it. He speaks up, even though you know we'll have a little back and forth here and there. But I still respect him, and I, uh, I like that a lot of the guys don't say nothing; they just yeah. kind of play the game. And I like that he speaks up, and when he's angry and mad at the, the, the you know, 
the yes. situation or the way they call a race. Yeah, and he yeah. does notice a lot of yeah. things that are not just racer specific. Yeah. I mean, he notices a lot of things about the organization and how the race is set up and the timing and all that stuff. So that's that's really good. Um, also, uh, where's where's Joris? I forgot about Joris. Yeah, yeah, and he's yeah, just yeah. like quietly still winning. Yeah, I mean, as he'll well. be, yeah, he'll be up there as well. I think this first World Cup is actually going to be oh, kind of interesting. I'm you know, really yeah. excited about going to Manchester. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. That's next week, right? That's next week. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. CK will be chilling yeah. in Manchester. Yeah, I'll be chilling at my computer watching. Yeah. It. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's, yeah, I got my flight booked from London to Manchester, so. Yeah, that's going to be a big one. Me and you're going to be in the house. The whole of London's going to be there, and I'm sure that uh, them English boys are going to be turning it up, especially Kai. So and they changed the Manchester track. Have you heard anything about? The oh, it's a bit more, yeah, I heard they've mellowed it out in certain places. It's a lot more faster. So you know, I think it was something to do with the UCI rules to make it not so dangerous. So uh, they've done it. Kai and them lot seem to like it. They know it. So let's see what happens when, like you said, the hammer drops. Yeah. So what's the scoop? On the on Team GB with, you know, we, we know Liam left maybe a couple of years ago or more. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone assumed Kyle Evans would be taking over that position, and then obviously there's Trey and Quillen, and then all of a sudden, little young little, Kyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what? what what's the? And, you know, Patty Sharrick. What, what? What's the? Yeah, Patty's kind of back. Young head, much of Patty. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, I haven't heard. He leave, I think he, he he lives with Kyle, but yeah, he's really quiet at the moment. I wouldn't say, you know, um, he's got good skills. As yeah, well, he's got yeah. good skills. I just think a little bit more, a little bit more focused, and um, yeah, he'd be he'd be really good as well. Um, from what I'm hearing, anyway, because I hear it on the grapevine. You know what I mean? So, no, I think Paddy's great. Just just a, a little more, a little more into 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 it. It'd be good. Not everybody, not everybody's going to be obviously a, a champion. But if you've got the skills like him, he's like a Dylan. He's very fluent. I think um, didn't Dylan even like kind of well maybe that was uh, Evans won it. They uh, well Paddy they but all no, come from Wigan don't they? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah, North, yeah. Right. yeah. I think they're all from Dylan kind of. Yeah, got, saw them kids uh, young, you know. Yeah, but um, yeah, like I said on the Olympic team, they're all there, they're all living. I think in some cases um, they need a little bit of maybe what maybe what you went through, Dale, where you had to graph a little bit because sometimes when you get things all laid on the plate. It makes things a bit easy. Maybe so the team, losing the, the, team the G- edge. That, that, that the team GB, yeah. they're a little bit. Yeah, they, they got the they got the, they got the regular check coming in, and then yeah, regular check, regular massage, regular masseuse, regular everything. Um, I didn't have a masseuse at nineteen. I know you just had yourself and your brain and your bike, <laughs> so that was it. But um, yeah, I think Kai, he ain't been up there as long, so he's always had me in his ears, and I've just tried to make sure he keeps that edge on him, and that's mm-hmm. what I try and do with the others as well. You know, when they're going for a patch, they call me because I just give them the real talk. I said, boy, we're not here to play. You know, this is, you know, way out or, or, or you're going to... Me and Jason have said it before. They're so lucky to have you as a... as A lot of the riders don't have anybody, even though, you know, you think they do. A lot of them are very lonely. It's very lonely when you're yeah. a pro rider yeah. traveling yeah. and stuff. And yeah. them guys... I talk to you. them every day. Yes, I know you do. We, yeah. I mean, we, we, we know. We've known you a long time. Yeah. And I think they're very lucky to have somebody like you, even if it's somebody just to vent with, you know. Yeah. Some yeah. riders don't even have a vent guy, you know. Yeah. So, um, yeah. you know, the guys you race against don't care you got fifth in the semi, you know, when mm-hmm. you're complaining and stuff in the pits. They're, they're very, like, I think it's very part of the, no, part of the it's pie, good. right? It's good for every rider to have their person, mm-hmm. right? Their person that's like, can give it to them straight, that can you know do the tough love can do the you know cry on their shoulder can can be the 
the fly on the wall, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot that goes into it's it. It's also to give them the history as well about... Context is huge. ...how lucky they are to be in the position they are. Yeah. Like you said, being looked after BC, myself chasing down sponsors. Look, I'm here in America. I've just come from, you know, 100%. I'm in with Steve at GT as well. I just met Dave at 100%. And, um, you know, just to show them, like, this is the insight. And they got the Instagram. And I send them the videos when I'm at the factories and say, look, these are the guys you need to be with, you know. Yeah. You know, these are guys that are, have been in the game a long time. I know that most of the guys at 100% came from Troy Lee. And, they, you know, so it's authentic. So it's good to have them there and have people like yourself, Jay, Dale, that can also give me advice on the side. And I just try and pass it to them. And hopefully they take the advice and... um come out on top yeah looks like uh, Quillen's doing a bit of coaching now yeah um, I'm, I'm happy and I'm not happy because you know going to the Olympics I don't I've never heard anybody you know like your Dell yourself you guys talked about you know like Dell would say I never had a girlfriend for a whole year you know I never had a girlfriend for a whole year going up to a big race I just thought that is me I'm doing everything to make sure I make that final and win that race so um, I'm, I'm a bit mixed feelings with it. It's good that he's doing it because he's like Thanks. getting himself prepared. But I'm thinking, what are you getting yourself prepared for? What, to exit BMX or to go to the Olympics? Um, so I've just left him. They're big boys now. They should know what they're doing and they should know what they're after. I'm How not going to... Quillen? Quillen's got to be 22. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, 23. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, you know, they're big boys. I can only advise them so much and I want them to find their own path now because sometimes... You have to leave the young people when they're that age to find their own path. Yep. And when they see it's not right, then they will check themselves. So mm-hmm. I don't want to be that one that keeps on badgering them, badgering them. They need to learn their way. Same way you guys learn your way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you, you, sometimes you have to learn by your mistakes as well. Yeah. You know, some of the things you did, didn't work out, yeah. you kind of still learn for down the road, you know? Yeah. And Olympics is a big year. It's a big platform. So if it's going to happen and that extra space comes in, like I'll be honest with you, with Quillen, I see him beat Juris this year at one of those rounds in France. Did you oh, see yeah, that? Oh, yeah, last, last season, yeah. Like, you don't beat Juris like that. It's like, I've been racing BMX, I've never beat Dale, I've never beat Jamie. I might have been fast, but you just don't beat those guys like that. You've got to be doing something special to be mm-hmm. beating those guys. So when I saw him beat Juris, I said to myself, oh, my God, he's got it, you know? Because Juris don't let you beat him like that. <laughs> so I was like, what's happened, man? You know? If you can do that, then you can do More it again. Consistent, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. I watched him at the, uh, and I, I commented it to him, um, the Euro round, I think it was the second day in uh, Italy a couple yeah. of weeks ago. He was yeah. riding really good. Yeah. And I think he got a late gate in the semi, but he won the quarter, made a good move. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it just needs to put that consistency together. You know, he's almost yeah. there, it seems like. You know, yeah, strong. He's almost, yeah, out, you he's know? Stro- exactly. Yeah. He, he, he's actually... He's the specimen out of all of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. As far as like the raw athlete, they're yeah. going to work it out yeah, and yeah. put it together. If he puts it together, there's going to be a problem because he's strong and he, he, big dude, he's he? been there. He knows mm. what he needs to do. But um, does he ride like a big dude? He kind of, you know what I mean? I feel like I feel like Quillen naturally is always going to be fast. Yeah, and I think I think he's I think he's however tall he is six three or six five or whatever it is. But I think in his head, it's almost like he's you know still a little kid when he's out there racing right because he kind of like he doesn't just own his size and just barrel through mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. they're all kind of big guys aren't they they're they are yeah, they actually yeah. are yeah they're not too uh, they're not too live small. on Instagram yeah we're live so <laughs> so with Trey so getting more school so is Trey 
Where's Trey and Kai? What's the? Is there a rivalry? Is there like a? Uh, I know they. The I, know, I, I can tell you this much. Is, I, I, is Trey I a little grumpy because no, okay. no, qu- not that he's not happy for no, his brother, I, but I, I think. Either way it goes, Peckham is Peckham. Yeah. They're happy whoever wins. Oh, that's cool. That's, that, nice. that's yeah. the main thing. I've grown them up to love each other, respect that's each awesome. other. And they know if they start that foolishness, I'm going to come down <laughs> to their house and start shaking some heads. Right. I told them we don't roll like that. Whoever right. wins, wins. That's how we roll. Yeah. So if Quillen wins, Kai and Trey are happy. If Trey wins, um, Kai and Quillen are happy. Nice. And obviously Kai's doing what he's doing. They're happy. They're rooting. They love but him. They-, they-, they tell me. They're like, that little shit is... Yeah. You know what I mean? Because if we let him go, he's just gone. Right. But it raises you know? the whole level, right? Because yeah. now, now they know he's chasing. Yeah. And so now it's up to them to like step up. Step, step up. up. Yeah, yeah. He was the little guy coming up and now he's like gone past him. He's like, yeah. yeah. But um, but Kai's got that attitude, like I said. Um, when we came to your house, Jay, about two years or three years ago and you were talking about the pedaling. Yeah. And um, you were telling Trey and then Trey said to tell Kai and Kai goes, don't worry anyway, Jay. Mm. I'm beating all of them. Yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> he's not worry about brushing. that. I'm going to beat. Right. His famous word is brushing. I'm brushing oh, everything. Funny. So if you hear him say brush, that it means that he's beating you. So, right. Yeah. And I've seen him at a few races in England and they've tried to knock him off into the pole because they know he comes from the back. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, I said, you're right. And the first thing he says, don't worry, tomorrow I'm brushing everybody. <laughs> <laughs> And he did, and he brushes them. So, yeah. Let's see. So let's see. Yeah, let's see what when that when that gate drops at Manchester. That's going to be a good tester warm up on track. Oh yeah. What about Ben? about your history so you can I mean you've known each other a long time give everybody listening maybe there your... a, there's a video floating around with you in a free agent uniform <laughs> getting it 88 87 well when it comes down to me I've raced I've been around Europe with, with the likes of you know the clubs in England um, I was just that little young kid that just fell in love with BMX you know um, yeah. I had a load of people that I used to go around with but I was that one that broke away from that kind of pack and put the bag on my back and said, you know what, I'm going to do BMX. I'm going to work my, my local job, make my little, you know, what was it at that time, maybe £100 a week and save that money and go around the country. And then I met great people like Dell. Um, I raced with Jamie Staff, Joe Eastwood. Talk he, about some of the guys in your age group. I started oh, Joe Eastwood is on yeah, the Instagram Eastwood. now. Yeah, Joe Eastwood. Um, you never raced. Joe Eastwood no, was a no. uh, big rival with Jamie. To, Okay. And, and Joey Ford got second at the Worlds three years in a oh. row behind Shelby James wow. twice and behind Justin Green. Yeah. He whole shot he whole shot at Orlando. That class yeah. is yeah. nasty, man. So you would have raced yeah. the same same you'd yeah. race CK as well. So yeah. Joe, Joe Eastwood was one of my good friends and I went I, when I when I was racing as a young guy, remember I was kinda there was only maybe two of us, me and Jason Lewis and another called Lloyd Shack, but I was always the one that was looking for the edge. Shacks. Like, Shacks, Lloyd Shack. Um, he would like this. And um, I was always looking for the edge. So I was the one that went out and, you know, asking everybody, how do you train? What do you use on your bike? Um, I was really passionate, saved up for my free agent bike. Took me about a year and a half to get it. Where some of these kids are getting it in six months or three months. Um, you know, so I was, that, I, was, I was that way into it. So in the end... Um, you know, I went to train with Joe, as you heard, he was three times number two in the world. And um, then I went to train with another guy that used to beat Dylan called Nick Lacey. And I then, that name. Yeah, and then I decided, the I worked in, it out. Uh, he won it in France, yeah. 
so then I worked out what they were doing and then I went and trained and you know I was you know there was a guy called, is it Rob Denman do you remember Rob Denman yeah yeah it's from my region yeah he, yeah. Was, he was winning 18 plus for quite a few years I don't think he went pro quite did he no he won number one like two or three three times years in a row, three yeah times in and a row, then yeah. I came up into the class and I kind of shook it up with the with all that training so we was kind of battling for number one for a little bit and um, yeah I, I think that was that right? it was good yeah. it was good that I did that and um, like I said it, it gave me a base and I learned a lot from watching you guys and watching Christoph and I just took it back to the, the club maybe 10-15 years later of all my experience and that's how Peck and BMX got created and I just gave all the experience into those kids but what I wanted to, to say about you CK is knowing you as a young age you coming from London and the hard, you know, mm. knowing you with Winston and all our friends from from back then, uh, what a lot of people don't know, you would get on the train to go to the races, you know. You yeah. would, uh, you'd show up with your bag and your helmet and you just hustled it, you really yeah. did, you know, back in the, back yeah, in the yeah. 80s, so, you know. Yeah, so like a lot of the parents had their, their dads and mums bringing them to the race where my mum was doing like a seven day a week shift from market stalls to whatever and my dad was doing mini cabin. So, you know, they could have had time to go to the race. So I just, yeah, like I said, I used to get on the train with my helmet and my bag and roll miles to the station and miles to the race. And people would say, boy, like you would say, come and stay at my house tonight, man. We can't leave you out in the, right. in the forest sleeping, you know. But I just used to do anything to get to those races. And that yeah. was the attitude that I gave to these kids in Peckham BMX. Yeah. I said, if you want it that bad, the way that I loved BMX back in the day, you would do anything to be number one it'd be Sunday night after a national yeah. and you see CK and Winston you know be like hey can anybody drop us off at the train station on the way to the yeah, airport yeah, you know yeah, already yeah. came with the families and these guys are yeah. taking a two or three or four hour you know train yeah. ride around the country you know and you guys were I mean you were young you yeah were we were 14, young 14 yeah. 13 and you we, know we done it and we'll get home like 2, 3 in the morning from races so that's why I've got so much drive to push the club to where it is and like get on the like that's why it's nothing for me to spend my 300 bucks or 500 bucks to get on the plane out here and to go out and look for sponsors and look for help and do things in Jamaica and do things in America you know that's why I've got that drive because um, I've had to do it from young mm -hmm. and I find with a lot of the young boys that are out there this year getting into BMX a lot of the parents are buying them equivalent to Bentleys before they've even made it you know or before they've even run a, won a local race mm -hmm. and sometimes you need to make them keep chasing that carrot and make sure they've got to drive for something and get reward when they get there yeah. and a lot of people at my club in London in Peckham BMX it's great that they're there but they just don't get it when I told them no you're not getting it like that you're not getting the upgraded top because you've just been riding there for three years right. you still haven't done your work we come from hard work and grafting yeah and if you graft and you work and you listen and you pay attention you're gonna win but if you want to just come and cruise along and look good in the nice fancy gear you're not getting nothing from CK or Peck and BMX <laughs> <laughs> boom boom hey CK I know you're, you're friends with Sinead because she's so undercover what's the latest yeah, with her you know? um, I think she's being a brand ambassador at the moment she's doing a lot of things regarding um, going out and doing public speaking like fitness and stuff fitness right? she's into it she, uh, she went for a phase where I know she was, you know, like every athlete, when you come to an end, you, get, you wonder what you're going to do. I think she went through a little bit of a depressing period. 
and um, she basically came back out of it and she's doing really well she's lost a lot, a lot of weight she's I saw looking that. slim yeah, yeah, she's happy she's out there doing what she loves talking about BMX and cycling yeah. she's getting booking for events around the country like public events so good on her she's doing her thing um, again I'm not ashamed to say and I'll always say it I think she was one of the best girls that ever came out of England and I think she should have won the Olympics oh, yeah. I think if she was around the right people she would have won the Olympics. Oh, no, yeah. no um, reason why she no she should have had lane. She should have taken lane one in that final. Yeah, you you're know. talking about London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, she said they told Grandma or told China. Them, I don't know about the lane choice in China, <laughs> but I know she should have won China. But but, I, but there's no reason. Yeah, um, but anyway. I think she's, well, Grandma told her in London. Yeah. He's like take yeah. lane one. She told me. Yeah, she's yeah. she's a great girl. Me and her get on. She knows I just talk it real. I'm not talking any. I'm not mixing it. And it's the same with the boys. On the Olympic program, they're, they're obviously working with Bloomy at the moment, and Bloomy knows when he comes to talk to me, don't try and powder coat it because I'm going to tell him, what's, Yeah, what's going on? I want to see my boys out there in front. I don't want to hear anything from you. You're meant to be the coach. Make it happen. If not, I'll come and make it happen. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so yeah, I'm not powder coating it. We've come too far to be powder coating. Right, right. We've come too far and we've graphed too far. You know, that BMX track in London that I built in 2013. 1.2 million I went on stage and was physically crying and the kids couldn't believe it they're like shit CK's crying <laughs> like they don't know the stress that I go through to get things for them yeah yeah you know and even now we've got the skate park I was writing letters from Jamaica to tell the council and all my links in the head of the council that we want to make this a world class facility you know where'd, who used to give you no it's crazy 2 right? million pounds like back in the day for BMX yeah. to build a facility Nobody. so I want to make it the best if somebody's giving you that money let's do it big right yeah 200 grand would be nice in America yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. 50 yeah yeah 30 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh we got a pump drag just, now. just give us yeah. some NAM yeah <laughs> pretty NAM in America now it's pretty crazy to see you know England and America has almost switched the, the depth of the national team is, mm-hmm. is very healthy now compared yeah. to the US is, is definitely not and everything's kind of like say if I when we talked earlier on the phone if I was Kai or anybody in England I would I, and I'm not into the, the Olympic thing that much but yeah. if I was English I would be yeah. because yeah. there's some good opportunities for them guys you know with all the backing they get and then after if, if it works out you know like yeah with the I just, I just want in general for young people in general. I'm, I'm more, I'm moving on to this world thing at the moment where, you know, I know that something from BMX can grow these young boys into great young role models, not just for BMX, right. but for future stuff in schools, talking in schools, you know, getting kids out of obesity like what your program is, Dell. Yeah. You know, just giving these kids a ground-based foundation that when they leave BMX, they can take the same discipline and put it into their school, into their college, into their work, and come out on top. Even if there wasn't a BMX champion, they can be a champion in whatever they go into. And it works. Some of these kids that I work with, um, we've had to get rid of some of them because I've given them so many warnings. And they've come back, like, two years later, man, man, all those things you were telling me. I've seen it. I was there when when I was there last year for about a week. I would see, like, especially through the video, I would see, like, because I would ask you, where's where's Solomon? Where's Solomon? Yeah, where's with, Jason? Yeah, where's, yeah. And then they were like, oh, they fell off. But then, like, just being there that week, I would see like some of those kids come pop, back, pop. especially uh, if they see literally, you. They would come back to the track, and they look like 
they look like, man, it's rough out there. Yeah, I need, I need to went back in. Yeah, I need, mm. I need, I need to get a gate. I need yeah. a bike. So, so just yeah. to put it out there, like I'm talking with the TV company now about coming to do something over here where we will go to a, I don't know what where the bad areas are now, and going in and get some kids and you know, as well as us doing these good things, people need to see it. Yeah. If we want help and we want money to develop a sport, people need to see it. So if we can get anything to do with BMX, even if it's at grassroots or, or race level or pro level, it needs to be on TV. So I'm using my leverage as a DJ, TV presenter and host to get into the TV companies and slowly bend them over to giving something. So that's why that revolution came up in London with the skateboards, the bladers. Even though it wasn't totally BMX, it still gave it something. It yeah. still gave it whatever, because you never know. Somebody might see it in Sky and say, CK, yeah, would you like to just, just do BMX? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you've got and to put it already, out there. And they've already known you and worked with you and trusted exactly. you at this point. So I'm out there anyway, or any means, I can get BMX onto the, 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 the ladder of well, TV. Just in front radio. of a lot of people, Yeah, right? when I get back, I've just done, as I said, Sky. I've just been called for another interview with BBC London, which is, you know, the biggest radio station in England, worldwide as yeah, well. Yeah. So yeah, anything I can get the word out there. Hey, you I'm know, do it. that's actually um, reminds me of a conversation we were having last night when you were talking about your track yeah. and opening up another night, and you were talking about your philosophy, um, why your track is so, so successful. But you were talking about your philosophy about keeping it, keeping it packed. And I've I've commented on on um, you know one of the things I don't like about uh, what I see some of these posts. And I understand pros need track time. I understand how valuable it is. But one thing I think that takes away is a lot of... I see a lot of posts of people riding tracks and nobody's at the track. Right. Yeah. But you do your best to when that track is open... <laughs> it's it is, a party. It's packed. Yeah. You got the boys there. But the he's like... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he like yeah, yeah. won't open another night because he knows mm -hmm. it'll, it'll, it'll kind of... Split yeah. the crowd, and he mingles the pros in to right. get involved. Yeah, you know? yeah. The thing, yeah. Yeah, like like Dale says, you know, Kai and Trey was there. If anybody calls me for interviews, I try and get them to come in the club. Well, session. I watched that again. I think I was watching uh, uh, Quillen's video, and he got the train from him and uh, uh, Kai. Kai got the train down from, from Manchester. Manchester down to London. They did a commercial. Yep. And uh, there was at the track hanging out doing stuff with you guys and then they got back on the train and went home. Yeah, that's right. Can and imagine I was, asking I, somebody else to do that? Yeah. Top elite guy? But, well, but well, the, what got, I like is he... <laughs> You said say that again. That you make sure that the, that they they come out when your track is full. Yeah, mm. that's right? right. That's it's right. Like, it's like nobody's trying to go into a club where there's no line. Yeah, that's right. They're high fiving all the kids. Yeah, hey guys, how's the training yeah. going? And you know why? Yeah. Because from young, I've shown them the levels of. Yeah. If there's a TV camera there, even if it's for whatever, if it's national news, only person that weren't there was obviously Trey. But he said he got told late and he made some arrangement. But I already called him and said, "What's going on? Right. Why are you not there? Yeah. I need you at that track. That's yeah, national yeah. TV. Yeah, yeah. All three of you should be there if they're calling." Mm. So he goes, "No, no, seek it because they know I'm going to call them. They know I'm going to call them." So, um, <laughs> so like I said, um, yeah, um, I make sure that that track is packed. Somebody asked me, like Jay said. Um, oh, CK, it's going to be really packed in the summer. The new kids, it's going to be like the M25, which is like your 405 at, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in America. Freeway. Freeway. Yeah. And I said to them, they goes, have you got a solution for it? And I went, no. I said, I want it packed. Yeah, I yeah, want yeah. it busy because yeah. if you're, a little kid turns up mm. and sees 60, 70 kids at the track. Dude, that's where I need to be. They're like, 
that's where I want to be. It's packed, it's got an atmosphere. CK's got the microphone out, speakers. I've got artists from Jamaica and Russia coming and doing PAs. Maris Strombergs. Jay Rich is coming on the mic. If you came London, you'll be on the mic as well. I just make it all hype. I make it like it's I'll like, be on the mic. Yeah, gonna, let's go. Yeah, I'm so, coming. I'm booking so, a ticket so, tonight. So, and I know, and I bend the rules because the council say, "Oh, you can't put the speakers out." I put the speakers out and blaze it. Put music on, reggae music, soul music, hip hop music, dance with the kids. And then when those guys come down, I make sure that we all gather together. The novice session, which is about 60, 70 kids, and then about 30 or 40 for the expert, you're looking at 100 and odd kids there. Mm-hmm. And then we bring Quillen in, Kai in, whoever's there, and I make them slam hey, them. You had my kids training out there. Yeah, and I had your kids training. No one <laughs> they don't want to train, probably, yeah. No, yeah. we, went to, we right. went to London, like part of our vacation last summer. Right, I remember you went there, And they yeah. were like, oh, we want to go to Peckham. I'm right. like, okay. They seen the video, so they wanted yeah, it. So yeah. they wanted to go to the track. Even our, our cool. what's the guy? Alfredo Campo? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I saw he was there, yeah. He yeah. Came and yeah. I said, they go, you know who he is? I said, yeah, I kind of know. He goes, yeah, my dream was to come to Peckham. Boom. Yeah. Boom. Now, he's a full, he's, a, yeah, he's, uh, he's studied the sport. Yeah. And he's undercover this year as well. Alfredo's dope. He could Alfredo's be one. Dope, yeah. yeah, he could get some wins as well, yeah, you know. So, But yeah. he's a very, I like him as well. Yeah, yeah humble, nice guy. He yeah. knows his history and yeah. his studies. His study. I saw him he's, talking to Starman in Phoenix and he's like, man, I watched I watched uh, Transit and I watched Bubba and everybody. Yeah. You know, and, uh, sadly yeah. enough, most of the non-Americans have like they, they, they do have a better which is a better in my this is anecdotal data by the way <laughs> so but no a lot of the foreign writers are, mm. are more up on their history yeah, than the, well, than the US stu- guys they, like we did we studied yeah. you guys and, and the sport before we even got here and then when yeah. you got here you're so excited to be part of it and yeah. you want to get on the gate yeah. with everybody and uh, Fredo is definitely one of that. Like, yeah. yeah, a nice, nice guy. We missed him off our or my my, my list of guys to watch. You I know? just want to um, say shout out to the rest of the guys because obviously I'm here in America and people say, "How does your track run?" They got to remember, I've got like at least five or six coaches there. I've got about another five staff that run the shop, so I've got it set up like a business, even though it's a charity. That's some um, asset lock. Wow. Mm. You know, like, Jay Lewis. Jay Lewis is yeah, there. Yeah, old Dean. school. Nigel, Tim, um, James we mentioned um, There's a new guy called Aaron there who's re- He's like another Nigel But he deals with the young kids as well What, and about, then, what about Alistair? <laughs> Yo he's, Alistair's, the, Alistair's the council guy um, He's alright We get on with him What about the, um, the, the OG uh, Kenny? Kenny Ken from Brixton he's Kenny, a, yeah, he's original, yeah, right? original. He, uh, yeah, yeah. He, he loves it man He goes, Michael man I brought you up in this sport when you were young And you have took it to the next level Shout out to um, also the girls that are there. So you got Judith, Mary, Tracy White. That's yeah, right. Tracy White. No, um, Trey's family there. Yeah. Too, yeah. yeah. Trey and Kai's mum, um, Geneve, Zena. Oh, God. They're all there. So big up to everybody. If I haven't mentioned you, don't kill me. But um, And all the parents, you know, they're, they're all up for it. Um, what a great model of a program, a local program that should be you know, a staple. When I went to Peckham, it felt like. In, in the best way mm-hmm. it felt like going back in time yeah yeah like to when it was at least as, as a kid growing up in the 80s right, right riding BMX at, at its peak mm-hmm. like it felt like I was walking into like like I, like everybody at the track was like wanted to be at the track mm. everyone was excited to be at the track it was like the kids rolling up with their helmets already on like, like just just like how it was back in the day yeah um yeah, just there was hype, there was a buzz. Whereas nowadays, like, what are you doing? a lot of local tracks, it's like it, it's a little 
lacking. Needs an injection. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Tyler America. does a good job. There's there's a good energy there, Chula. But um, but yeah, no, I, I felt I felt a they nice should they sense should of more more tracks that people watching this or tracks or you know guys, especially in the U.S. where it really needs some um, I don't know, just needs an injection of something to, to get it back on track again. Um, if they want to look at every, all your stuff, Peckham yeah. and the videos, because yeah. they're not all necessarily following. Yeah. You know, we follow you, but not everybody. Follows you in the Peckham stuff. So I think I think what you find amazing about Peckham is that I don't care where you come from, what clique you come from. If you got money or if you haven't got money, you're welcome. Yeah, yeah. We don't care if you're black, white, Asian, Chinese, Somalian, African, whatever. And because they're all there, they're all they're all there. <laughs> they're all there. <laughs> they're all there. Everybody's there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everybody like shit. You got I did, like when people come, they go shit. I didn't know it was yeah. like this. Yeah, the, track, the track literally is a safe space. Yeah, it's a safe space in, in, in the best way. Yeah, of course. Right. And um, you know, um, I, I if we feel any animosity or people trying to go off to the side and cause their own click. Between me and Daddy White, you know, we shut that down. Right. We're like, don't come here for that. With one right. click. Yeah, we're Peckham. one click. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is it. One year. We're, we're one family. When we yeah. go to racing, we cheer on everybody. We help everybody. If somebody needs a lift in a minibus or in a car, we put it together. And if we start seeing people getting jealous and trying to, you know, bring their kid up and they're not ready, because you can't fool me. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Nigel knows he's been around me long enough with Kai and Trey's dad. They can't fool us. So if you come and try and put your kid on that pedestal and then you want me to boost them I said no that's not the Peckham way get back to work and then we see when he's on the track because the track won't lie and that's it so yeah we keep it real down there very inspiring CK yeah Yeah. it's great and uh, what's the Peckham's uh, Facebook or Instagram website Uh, just go I think Peckham BMX Club is on um, Instagram we've got our own website which is peckhambmx.co Dot UK, which is P-E-C-K-H-A-M-B-M-X.co.uk. My Instagram is DJCKFlash or CKFlashMBE on Instagram. Because oh, yeah, I've got the MBE. Yeah, tell us about that. Yeah, so yeah, Jesus, oh, I forgot. I forgot. I was okay, just with the Queen as well. Yeah, so the not queen, just supermodels. Yeah, so I got knighted by the Queen at the end of 2017, which is great. 2018. Um, for my community, a really big award, which was with the police and everybody, they gave me lifetime achievement for contribution to young people again. Um, when I go back, I've got another award coming. Um, yes, yeah, like, I don't ask for them, they just, they just keep coming out. But I think it's because I'm consistent in what I'm saying. And when I meet good people, I always talk about what you're going to tell the young people. Well, I like your Instagram stories. So I definitely encourage people to see that because you talk about waking up at 5 a.m. and yeah. getting on it. And you I'm know. following you, Dill. Yeah, well, like, I don't get up at 5 a.m. I know you're not getting I do that just <laughs> stress. But he, like, does go, yeah. he does go for a run. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, so, I, I'm fairly disciplined still, yeah. but not like 5 yeah. a.m. at work. You well, know? like, like uh, when you was racing as a pro. Yeah, no, definitely, yeah. You was up yeah, at yeah. those times, yeah. you know, doing your thing. I was, you know, one thing when I went to stay with Dale, California, <laughs> this is one thing I always used to do. I always used to go to bed and think, I'm going to get up before Dell. It never happened. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you'd, always, you'd always hear and hear the... Yeah. The type... The type I think part of that yeah. is a GT thing, too. Yeah, no, GT. That's and, a GT and, thing, because when I was on Auburn, yeah. as a kid, like 16... The model, I I don't know videos. what it was, but like, yeah, that's that's 
that's a that's I, a, I did early that. bird gets the worm right there. And I I trained Christian into mm. that model, and then Kyle was hard. He didn't want to play um. that, so we gave Kyle his own car. He's he's like <laughs> yeah. I was stressing him out on yeah. that. But, yeah, yeah. But everybody else, and I've done it through free with Maris. He was yeah. good at that, and 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 I've always done. There's nothing wrong model. with like getting no. up, having breakfast, and just like giving yourself some time before yeah. you actually get it on. Yeah, yeah. no, no rushing. Yeah, yeah. And that, that model. Yeah, it still works. And I like Kelvin Beatty a lot because he came and saved a lot. You know, in in America with me and he 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 loved that model as well oh, you know yeah, we had good. a it was i mean kelvin have always got on i'm gonna do a podcast with him at some I, point you know yeah. um, the, the, the bottom yeah. line is if you look at a percentage of mm. sex, successful people i'm pretty sure there's a high percentage that wakes up before your ass woke up yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying mm. so numbers don't lie there's yeah. the data there's yeah. the real data yeah. How about uh, just a good model and yeah. uh, i stuck to a thing and uh, but i i see yours is, is great you're up at five you're on the phone you yeah. motivation for everybody and uh yeah just somebody told me before i left she goes man i just want to train when you when i'll go on your instagram because you say get up get right up, yeah. man, <laughs> get up. Uh, um but no I'm, I'm i'm happy for my experience my life experience of being a bmxer hanging around great people like yourselves and just being around the, the close tight circle that we are in BMX and I'm happy that I can pass it on to kids for the future yeah. absolutely yeah. and we'll do this again CK thanks for uh, yeah. doing that good dinner anything you want to say Jason no I'm good well you know we'll just have to let everybody know that uh, <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Divide yeah Divide yeah, Dinner Divide, yeah, yeah. Divide <laughs> Dinner, divide dinner. Come, I'm coming to get my products yeah, tomorrow that's products. it yeah come over to the warehouse come over to the warehouse <laughs> <laughs> very appreciative of that it's been a good week, yeah. yeah. It's been a great week. Yeah. It's been a great week. Looking forward to the Supercross season getting started. Um, shout out to Richard Eames. Your the, co-host Yeah, here. BMX commentator, the BMX yeah. Live TV crew, Emma and Big Pete. He did. Jonathan. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited to, to get going. When do you leave? I leave. Well, you know I'm going to leave at last minute. Thursday. Thursday. Mm-hmm. Thursday I, to Monday, man. I and just, I leave Tuesday. You leave Tuesday. Because so. we've got our, uh, uh, and just uh, next week then we'll probably try and do it before you leave. We're going to do a podcast, a pump track special. That's right. With Chris Powell. Pump track special. So, pump track podcast. Pump, pump, trash, pump, <laughs> pump track podcast. That's it. Next week with Chris Powell. So yeah. stay tuned for that. CK, thanks again. That was great. Thank Motivating you, as always. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Jason. And Thank we'll you. see everybody next time. Cheers. God bless.